Welcome to my podcast from Chaos to Peace with Connie. I am Connie Graf and your host, and I will explore with you how a few minutes a day can keep the chaos away. And with chaos, we're talking about the physical, digital, social, financial, mental, emotional, and spiritual clutter that can accumulate in our life and business. In every episode, I want to make you aware how clutter is so much more than you think, how it affects your finances, and how clearing your clutter leads to more time, more money, and more peace. Let's go. Well, hello, my friend. Welcome to the podcast. This is episode number 200 of the From Chaos to Peace with Connie podcast. Thank you so much for allowing me back into your ears. And if this is your first time here, a very warm welcome to you. I'm very honored that you're checking out my podcast. If you listen to this in time when it's released, it's now 2024. How did this happen? And we have just left 2023 behind us which is probably a good thing. Wasn't an easy year at all, was it? And as always, at the beginning of a new year, it seems like almost everyone is setting new goals, intentions and resolutions, but this enthusiasm is soon over. (laughs) As I mentioned before here on the podcast, the numbers and statistics may vary a bit, but in general, over 80% of people abandon their New New Year's resolution within the first few months of the year. And only about 10% stick with them until the end of the year. Ramit Sethi reminds us in his newsletter that resolutions are so popular because of the fresh start effect, which is the drive and motivation we feel at the beginning of a new time-based milestone. But this drive and motivation from the fresh start effect unfortunately doesn't last and doesn't help us to keep our resolutions, achieve our goals or follow through on our intentions. And as a result, this leads us to not really having a plan in place. And without a plan, these goals and resolutions just stay wishes. I sure have been guilty of that. Another reason is that some of us might have the specific goal and the plan in place, but if we don't take into consideration that we most likely will not change overnight and we try to achieve too much at once, then we set ourselves up for failure too. Because before we know it, life happens, we get discouraged, frustrated and we give up. But I want to bring in another issue, one that I have talked about before here several times on the podcast, and that is our energy state. I said it on episode 157, but also already in episode 106 a year earlier at this time of the year, when it's in the middle of winter where I live here on the northern hemisphere, all I want to do is hibernate, just like nature. And maybe you feel the same. So give yourself permission. Living a life of self-love and self-care also means to listen to our body, our energy state and the energies around us and not to try to force something on us just because the calendar says it's January 1st and the productivity gurus and their followers are all setting resolutions that they then have forgotten by February or fell off the wagon and beat themselves up. 
not me, I'm not doing this. <laughs> yes, I do some planning work. And yes, I do introspection. And I do a review of the previous year, which will help me get clarity of where I want to go in the new year, when I'm ready for it. And when nature's energy is in favor of getting, setting intentions. And therefore, my energy state is better too. And that is, by the way, the first new moon in January. And this year, in 2024, that is on January 10th or 11th, depending on where you are in the world. But what do I do then between Christmas and New Year when everybody else is setting intentions? Well, I call it a love tour. And you can listen to other kinds of love tours here on the podcast. For example, episode 5, way back in 2020. And you can hear it also in episode 106 that I mentioned before. And what I do then is I ask myself three questions. I ask, what worked well last year? What didn't work at all last year? And what will I do differently this coming year? And these three questions are the foundation of my process. But every year I tweak things a bit or add or subtract something on how I approach it. Just as I encourage my clients to take a love tour through their cluttered home or through their messy finances, even if they think there's nothing to love about their home, I ask you to take a good look and take a love tour through 2023. We start with part one. We find the positive, what worked well and what you want more of. Because our brain automatically focuses on all the negative. I'm sure you have heard that before. We are wired to see the negative, the scary, and then we focus on it. And that's how we've survived as a species. But that also means we have to intentionally focus on the positive and what good has happened or is happening around us and for us. So take some time and reflect back and remember, appreciate and be grateful for all the positive that has happened in every area of your life in 2023. Find the good, find the beauty that came with it, even if it was a challenging year, even if you feel you didn't have a good year. Make sure you list all the things that did work out and that worked well. Challenge yourself to find as many as possible. At least one thing per month, I would suggest. Write those things down and be grateful for them. And this is also what you want to create more of in the future, right? If you need some additional prompts, try to ask yourself these questions. Who's the most interesting person I have met in 2023? Which new places have I discovered in 2023? What quote, movie or book has positively impacted me in 2023? Which mental, emotional or physical challenges did I overcome last year? What is one thing I can do now that I couldn't do a year ago? This helps you to reflect on what worked well and to get clear on what you want more of next year. Now we're ready to move on to part two of the love tour. Part two is... What do you want less of? What didn't work last year? So ask yourself, what do you want less of from now on? What wasn't working in 2023? And I'm mostly talking about the things we have in our control here, not necessarily about the outside world where we have absolutely no control over. Always remember that. Don't beat yourself up about something that was not in your control. And then was there a major life lesson? Sometimes those life lessons come in a challenging dress. 
But a life lesson is always something positive and to be grateful for in the long run, even if we can't see or believe that in the moment. And trust me, I had some life lessons that I still chew on, but slowly, slowly, I can also see that there are positive sides to it. Write down your major life lessons that you had in 2023. And if you have an idea already what the lesson could be, then write that down too. Okay, let's continue with the questions. What was stressing you out in 2023? What was frustrating you? And what were you tolerating? You don't want to tolerate anymore in the future? I did an entire episode about tolerating, by the way. It's episode 139. You can ask yourself other questions, of course, too. These are just some prompts for you to get to start with. Take your time with part two. We don't want to dwell on what didn't work, but we want to get clear on what didn't work so we can change it, right? And then we move to part three. What would we do differently now in hindsight? Now that you have written down what you want more of in part one of the love tour and what you want less of in part two of this love tour, see if you can find a common theme of what you want more of and what you want less of in the future so you can get even more clarity and can condense it into a few bullet points. Some examples for me, and I mentioned them before and I'm still working on it, is less distraction and more focus, less seclusion and more connection. And in fact, my word for 2024 is connection. More about that in another episode. And a third example would be less ego, anxiety and worry about looking stupid and more peace inside instead. So here is your action plan for this first week of the new year. Step one, do the two part review and love tour of 2023. This doesn't have to take long, but you can take as long as you need. I'm sure you know exactly what you want more of and what you want less of if you really think about it. Step two, think Ponder and write down what you would do differently if you could and how you want to do things differently in 2024. And then step three, see if you find a connection between what worked well and what didn't work well, like two ends on the same spectrum. Like I found when I say less distraction, more focus. This means I want to double down on the focus I had in 2023, which I found in part one under what worked, and I wanted to reduce the distractions that I found in part two when I wrote down what didn't work. And if we want to change or achieve a goal, we need a purpose, a strategy, commitment and consistency. And if you are like most people, me included, also some help and accountability along the way. Therefore, subscribe to this podcast and come back to listen more on how I set goals and intentions with the energies of nature and the moon phases to move from chaos to peace in my life, business and finances and how I then stay committed and consistent with achieving them and not falling off the wagon. Like, what did we say? 80% of people that already fell off the wagon by February? Don't be one of them. Come back to the podcast and follow through on your goals and intentions in 2024 together with me. Okay, my friend, that was it for this week. Again, Happy New Year and all the best for the year ahead. And thank you so much for listening all the way to the end. Have a beautiful and amazing week. Talk to you next time. Take good care and be safe. 
If you struggle with clutter in your home, office, files, or finances, please sign up for a complimentary clutter clarity chat. I would love to tell and show you how I can help. You can find the scheduling link in the show notes.